What's up, guys? It's Ryan Smets here, and from Mad About You to the Stranger Things universe to Amazon Studios, The Boys, to his latest show, Reboot on Hulu, and so much more, Paul Reiser is everywhere. Literally right now, because he is going out on the road with a stand-up tour and making his way to Charlestown at West Virginia at Hollywood Casino's Event Center. It's going to be an awesome time, and I'm so pumped to be joined by the man himself, Mr. Paul Reiser. How you doing, man? I'm very well, and it's very important that people remember it's not Charleston, it's Charlestown. You gotta hit the gap between the two words. People get very offended, I found. And also, Uber drivers get don't like uh, going 500 miles out of the way. <laughs> they, they like to know if you have the name of the town correctly. And by the way, so my show at the lovely Hollywood Casino is not until January 21st, but the reason we're talking now is before get in before Christmas because Tickets to my show, beautiful, perfect uh, stocking stuffer. They don't take up that much room within the stocking itself. You see, so you can put, you can still put other nice surprises with the tickets into the stocking. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I mean, you've got digital options too. So if you're in that category of person where you forgot to get somebody a gift, you could always say at the Christmas dinner table, hey, go check your inbox. I got you tickets to Paul's show. <laughs> exactly. You could do it so easily and we're just trying to think of all of your needs. That's what I do here. I think of other people's needs. Paul Reiser's a one-stop shop. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, you know, as I'm getting older, I'm also realizing too that compared to materialistic things and stuff too, to, you know, unwrap and all of that experiences turn out to be almost the better gifts nowadays. That's really true. I remember that with my kids discovering that it's fun to open up something and have something in your hand. You know, it's like, uh, that's one of the things that now in the world of Spotify is like, I like miss holding a CD, holding an album, you just hold it. But other than that, yeah, experiences are, are often the way, way to go. It's been funny, I'll tell you, getting out and do and touring again. And I hear from a lot of people uh, who only know me maybe from some shows that I've been doing on TV, but they didn't know that I was a stand-up. I go, well, that's what I started to do, but somebody told me that they're 20-year-old sons. Wait a minute, Dr. Owens from Stranger Things is going to try to be funny now? <laughs> and he had, to, he had to slap him and go, no, he, he, he's a comedian. That was the first thing. That was the thing. That was the thing I started doing. And to be honest, it's the thing I like doing best, like being on Stranger Things and The Boys and Reboot and all these things, these TV shows are great. But for me, the fun is getting out on a stage and hearing actual people laugh, you know, live audiences. It's just nothing, there's nothing better. Yeah, and, and we've seen that now with some other comedians who have hosted talk shows and TV shows, like Trevor Noah stepping away from The Daily Show to go out on the road, travel more, and do more stand-up. Are you kind of in that same mindset where you're like, you know what, I want to get back out on the road and do this comedy stuff? Yeah, I always, I always, like I said, that was when I started a thousand years ago, that was all I meant to be doing. I was just wanted to be doing stand-up, and I, all these wonderful things happened, and mad about you, and all these things, and... That was actually when Mad About You started back in the 90s. That's when I sort of put stand-up on hold just because I didn't have enough time and bandwidth in my brain to do it all. And when it was over, I kind of was happy to stay home and we had you know, young kids. I didn't want to be out touring. And then after a couple of years, I thought, wait a minute, unless you actually get out and do it, it ain't gonna happen. So actually what happened was my, I had, uh, we have two boys and my younger son, uh, was born right after Man About You. And so I was home and we had a 
new kid, we had a new house, and we were just really, I was really happy staying home. And I thought, what a great thing for my son. He comes home from school, and daddy's home. And he's about six or seven, and he came home one day, and I'm at the door, and I'm making him a snack, and he goes, he looked at me, and he goes, Dad, what, what do you do? <laughs> all the other kids' dads, they do something. What do you Like, what is your thing? Yes, you should probably get out of the house, is what he was saying. And that was sort of a gentle kick in the pants. And, you know, you've been out on the road for the last couple of months now, starting back in August, leading into the new year. Have you seen a little bit of a different demo in your audience compared to the last few times you've been out on the road? Since, of course, this year you were on Stranger Things, you were on Amazon's The Boys. And so you kind of have that younger skewing fan base now mixed in with the crowd that's used to you doing stand up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And it's interesting. I kind of do my own little survey looking at the crowd as they're coming in. I'm going, okay, the under under 20s, fives, those are definitely strange things. The the over 70s and 60s, that's the Kaminsky method. The uh, 50s and 60s and 40s is probably mad about you. Uh, And the guys with the tattoos, and that's the boys. So I can can identify as they're walking in. And it's it's funny because it really is. It's been striking and kind of funny to me that there are people, like I say, who literally don't know what they're coming to. They didn't know that I do stand-up. And then there are people who know my stand-up from the 80s and going, you still doing a bit about the so-and-so? And, oh my God, I haven't thought of that joke in 30 years. And then suddenly they shake it loose, like, oh yeah, no, I remember that joke. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's one of the things, one of the advantages of being around for a while, that you get people from all, all walks. You know, people go, hey, Beverly Hills Cop. We just, you know, we just did, they're finishing now, just this week, actually, finishing Beverly Hills Cop 4. And I, I did a little, a couple of days on that, a small scene, a couple of scenes with Eddie Murphy. And we were laughing, going, it's been 40 years since we did this the first time. And he looks the same, which pissed me off. Eddie, Eddie doesn't look any different. And, uh, but it's, it's, you know, it's, a life, it's two lifetimes, 40 years, you know. And, uh, it's just crazy that we get to still do it. And it's, it's, um, but as I say, for me, the getting it out, all these great things are great. But when I get to do stand-up and have an actual crowd, it's, it's really a treat. So I'm looking forward to being there January 21st. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be an awesome time. What's been your favorite city so far while on this tour? Oh, man, you know, they start to blur. Somebody says, I saw you in Portland. I'm going, was I in Portland? Yeah, I can't picture. Well, that's actually happened. Uh, I was I was somewhere not long ago. I, came, I think it was in, like, Louisville. Like, they go, first time in Louisville? I said, oh, yeah, never been here. And somebody says, <laughs> Just and just talk about nothing important. It's like you got it. 
Yeah, I mean, I think we see comedy and live performance now as an escape opportunity, especially since, you know, 2020 and the pandemic. And, you know, there's been a cultural shift, too, when it comes to comedy and stand up comedy. Do you feel like you have gotten to a point where you're concerned about content at all? Or has it kind of been a little bit of the same? No, you know what? I well, you know, I think part of being a stand-up is you always have to have your ear to the ground and you're listening constantly, like, ooh, move away from this. Not sure. because you said something terribly offensive, but just like, oh, uh, that's not a joke. They don't get that here. <laughs> so you're kind of, you know what I mean? And they, I'll do a thing, I go, oh, that's kind of a California thing. They don't have that, they don't have that in, in Texas. So, you know, you're, you're, you're always, as part of your job, is to know your audience and, and know your ground. But, you know, my stuff, like I say, I never... It's never been my thing to try and poke a stick and, and get people to be on the edge of, you know, getting away with stuff. There are guys who, people who do that terrifically, but that's never been my thing. So, uh, in fact, sometimes people go, we're so happy that we didn't have to have our, you know, be at the edge of our seat, worried that you're going to say something, that you're going to offend. It's like, yeah, we're not going to do that tonight. Uh, so it, it's, it's actually, I find it's funny to me that it's a relief to people that they can just relax and, and have a good time. Yeah, it's like we have this opportunity. We can sit down. We can cancel everything out on the world and just take in some amazing jokes. And what I love, too, for you right now is you have this very mixed bag of different age groups that are following you. I mean, if you search your name on TikTok, you've got a combination of your current stand-up, your classic stand-up, and then there's these wild, like, slow-motion romanticized videos of you getting out of cars in Stranger Things. I don't know if you've seen some of this, but, like, I keep thinking, man, Paul Reiser's back to being a heartthrob again. Uh, have you seen some of this stuff? Not a lot of it. Not a, I, no, not really. But, you know, what's, what's actually fun, part of the thing I started doing towards the end of my stand-up show, so we'll do a Q&A, and audiences will write down questions, and we'll take some questions. And sometimes people have, you know, actual, they want to know something about Stranger Things or the boys or mad about you. And, but sometimes they're just really funny, absurd questions. And, and it's obviously, it's never written. It's obviously, you know, this is not to say. But, it, but it's funny because some people really want a chance to ask something. If I, usually I don't know the answer, but sometimes I do. Uh, but it's it's really been a fun way to actually get to know towns and then know people. So that's been part of the show, too. Paul, I'm loving the success. I'm loving that you get the opportunity to head out on the road. How can people get tickets to see your show? If people just go to my website, paulreiser.com, and uh, they can see any shows, all the shows. There's, uh, and I will be there in January, which is only a few weeks away. So I got I should start getting dressed now. Head to you. <laughs> I'm looking forward, man. Thanks for your time, and, and hope to see you there. Awesome. Right on. Have a happy holiday season, too, Paul. Take care. Yeah, same to you. Thank you. <laughs>